You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. Speaking of mashups, there's a quick little uh, like 10 second gif that somebody posted, um, and it's uh, it's a mashup of uh, Grease with them singing um, "Summer Nights" and uh, Samuel well, L. Jackson from Pulp Fiction, and it's like, tell well, me, well, 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 uh, mm, tell me more, <laughs> tell me more. Does he, he look <laughs> like a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> you see that one? <laughs> no. How did you know, I mean, dude? Come on. All I, I, right. We're going to have to post that. Just, uh, yeah, I haven't seen that. It's hilarious. I can't wait to see that. Please we'll go to the Facebook let, page. Editing don't let me com. forget. I, uh, oh, you know we'll forget. I'll remember this tomorrow when I when I edit together. Yeah. Then I edit the bay. The bay. In my bay. Ooh, I want to be there, yeah, in, in my city. Oh, 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 how was your weekend? What a great name. How was your uh, week it, now that we're recording basically on Friday morning? Hey, man, life gets in the way sometimes. You're busy. I'm busy. Obradin. Obradin. The return of Oprah. Obladin. Um, no, well, I mean, Labor Day weekend, a three day weekend. I had a four day week. Actually, I had a five day weekend. Come to think of it. It's not that. It's called vacation time. Went up to. Is it uh, all you ever wanted? Minnesota. It was. All I ever needed was there in Minnesota. Went to uh, Minneapolis. Actually, what is it? The Twin Cities, right? The Minneapolis Cities. and St. Paul. Yeah. Both of them. Wow. Uh, ever been to Minnesota? This is my first time. I think I've driven through Not Minnesota. Gonna, yeah. The, well, we, I've certainly done that now. But man, beautiful in the summertime. Original home of Mike Madonna and the North Stars that became really? the Dallas Stars. Oh, I had no idea. Uh, featured in the movie The Mighty Ducks. Well, if, yes, of course. Yeah. Hockey very big up there. Coach no Bombay. Mm-hmm. Did you visit Coach Bombay Mm-mm. and the Ducks? I did not. Uh, went to a lake and uh, then another river. Did you, did you dive into the waters of Lake Minnesota? Fuck no. <laughs> Although I am wearing my uh, great outdoors. Oh, look at that. The old oh. There's nothing left on that plate but fat and grizzle. <laughs> Jenna's got the uh, Uncle Roman's boat rental Love shirt. It. The equivalent of that. Did so, you get those in Minnesota? Spiritual. No. Uh, oh. I wish I could say we did. But oh. I'm wearing it in, in honor of because, man, it was beautiful up there. Yeah, and then uh, the minute we landed in DFW and the, the doors, the sliding doors, the hundred and six degree, just like a fucking oven. Uh, yeah. So I saw a movie. Ooh, ooh, I yeah. saw some movies too. Let's, what? Oh, let's you let's go first. Share. Me? You go first because you right. said Which you had multiple movies that you talked about. Uh, well, let's see. We'll start. We'll start with a new one that we just watched last night for the first time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's what new movie means. Atomic Blonde, starring uh, Charlize, Charlize Theron. Theron, have you I seen, seen that? It? No. Ooh, I think you'd like it a lot. I bet I would. I think you'd like it. It's a very um, kind of Mission Impossible espionage. Uh-huh. But man, does this movie have style? Yeah. Like it's like okay, Drive. All you fans of Drive, this is how you infuse style. <laughs> all and, of you, all of you fans of the movie Drive. Dri- there's a bit. It's a big cult classic. People all of like you Drive. Ryan Gosling. I don't fans. get it. I don't get it. Um, you don't get the. I I liked the idea of Drive. Yes, I hate the execution of Drive. It's a, it's much to do about nothing, in yeah. my opinion. But uh, it's beautiful to look at. Just not a lot happens. He's basically playing his character from Lars and the Real Girl. <laughs> yes, exactly. Except <laughs> he drives a car. 
<laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. It, it, minus one blow-up doll. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, you might say that Michelle Williams is kind of a blow-up doll. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't talk a lot. Not a, nobody talks a lot in that movie. Nobody emotes a lot, except for uh, fucking, uh, Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks, that's Albert right. Brooks steals the fucking show. He is great in that. It's yeah. so menacing. I've uh, never seen him as a bad guy. Yeah. But that's not the movie we watched. We seen watched. him as a fish. But. Seen him as a bad guy. That's right. He's Seen a, him as an angel defending his life. Versatile. Yeah. He's not really an angel in that movie. Well, uh, well I mean, he's, he's an ethereal he's, being. That's true. He's a spirit. 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 Um, spirit. spirit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, really fun. Uh, I'm not going to call it a great movie. It's it's uh, it's what you would expect from like a Mission Impossible style movie. But man, great action scenes. Very well shot. They're doing some uh, amazing camera work there. Uh-huh. And just the use of color. And uh, man, it just really dug it, and uh, I think it'll stick with you. And Charlize Theron, man, the more I see of her, the more I'm just like uh, in love with her. Like she's so good at everything she uh, tries. That yeah. movie, um, Long Shot, the Long, the long shot. shot. You should check that out. She can do comedy. She can do action. She can do. Dr- she can do it all. Fury Road. That's all I need is mm-hmm. Fury Road in my mm-hmm. life. There you go. She's amazing. In all that. right. So that's one of mine. What did you see? I saw Ready or Not. Ready or Not. Here I come. How is it? Did it find you? It's It did find me. Yeah? It found its way into my little black heart. <laughs> and it was so fucking good. Yeah? It was so fun. Like, that, that feeling you got after watching... God, this is going to... Spe- it might spoil a little bit. You know what? The, oh, trailers, no the trailers give a lot away. Oh, do they? Movie. But, uh, well, she's covered in blood, so we know things that, don't end well. It's that same feeling I got after seeing Cabin in the Woods the first time. Oh, movie. really? It is It is ah. the kind of movie, like, it takes a certain genre, it turns it on its ear All right. in the best way. So, a little bit of, like, let's say it's, like, one part Cabin in the Woods, okay. three parts, you're next. Yeah, ooh, all right. Yeah. Um, listen to our You're Next episode. I think we both enjoy that. I really liked it. Mm. I liked it a lot. The, it's got legs. It's so, it's so clever. Um... It's the kind of it's the kind of movie that must have been kind of a dream to make because it only takes place in one fucking location. Yeah, it looks like it. So I'm like, oh, the crew must have had a, a great. I think like the crew must have had a great time because it's like this is where we're shooting. Mm-hmm. We don't have to worry about any outside elements. We don't have to worry about any extras. That is, we nice. have a cast of fucking six. Really, and this is the way we're gonna do it. Like, and it's a period piece, right? No, or they they no, want you modern. to think that it's modern oh. because even in the trailer you see her like throw on some chucks. Oh, it's just I didn't that notice that. It's an old style home, ah. uh, but it ha- it definitely has the balls to go. Like when when the movie gets to a point, and you're like, "Well, all right, cool," but I mean, it clearly couldn't be this. And then the movie goes, "Oh yeah, let me double the fuck down on that." <laughs> really? And it does it in a way where you're like, "All right." Oh, I love I, movies like I that. I see you, movie, yes. and I appreciate what you've done. Oh. Yeah, I think that Samara Weaving. Hugo Weaving's niece is oh, um, that makes a lot of sense now. A lot of people that are smile. calling her the poor man's Margot Robbie. Oh, yeah, I would say she's like... better than Margot Robbie. Shut your filthy she's a mouth. Better actress than Margot Robbie. Really? She's cuter than Margot Robbie. Whoa. Yeah. Settle down now. Harley Quinn was played by Margot Robbie. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's that's all right. I checked that out with Jay. Uh, what on Saturday night? Yeah, I saw your post on Facebook. Min- yeah. Meaning to to check it out. Yeah. Well, now I have to. What is the other one that you saw? Was um, it the peanut butter falcon? We, we, we just, it's just like a word salad. Like that doesn't even make. We were walking. That's like we an ad We were walking into like to go to the theater or whatever. It was me, Jay, and Jason Jasinski. Hmm. and we're walking up, and we all noticed like the peanut butter falcon was showing in the theater right in front of us, but they couldn't fit the whole thing, the yeah. whole title and the marquee, so it just said peanut butt. <laughs> and I'm like it changes everything and it didn't like scroll it just stayed <laughs> peanut butt and I'm like, butt. I really think I'm gonna regret not seeing peanut, peanut butt, butt today instead of this 
Uh, see ya. Peanut Butter Falcon. Well, right. what, that, we'll be checking what, that what out. What did you see? We did see a, a movie that I've seen dozens of times probably by now. Uh, one of your Scott favorites. Scott Pilgrim vs. the uh, that, is, that would be a correct answer, but it is not in a movie. Oh. It is uh, one that Jenna had not seen. Oh. Um, because we started talking about Batman, her and I, a few <gasps> weeks ago. And she was Whoa. like, are you a fan of Batman? And I had to stop and think. I was like, am I a fan of Batman? Well, I dressed up like Batman when I was 11 years old. I dressed uh-huh. up as a Joker for Halloween when I was 13. Um, Wait, so the Nicholson Joker. Definitely, yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks for aging me, yes. Not, not Cesar Romero. <laughs> no, no, no. Although, uh, watching that Joker trailer with uh, Joaquin Phoenix coming out. You mean the nice trailer that I've recut? Uh, yes, we will be posting that on the Facebook. That I've, no. I've done my best Topher Grace with the Joker trailer. Nice, nicely done and better than what Topher Grace did, I think. It's sloppy. Topher it's Grace still, needs to let his, his edits breathe I'm a little I'm still learning. Bit. I don't really know how to do it. That's why I showed it to you. Because I was like, teach Very me, well Obi-Wan. Done. Yeah. Teach me. And when I say teach me, you look at it and go, yeah, it's good. No, I'm it's like, wow, good. Thanks, man. Well, you want me to fucking critique it? I know. I want you to teach me. All I right. want you to show me like, oh, well, I would have done this and this is why. I don't know what I would have done. I want the I Joel liked, Burnson master class. I liked your, your... Dude, we need to make a weird commercial of you doing a master class. <laughs> have you seen <laughs> like those, those weird ass fucking on, commercials like on Ron YouTube? Ron Howard and... The, the, uh, there's the Sam Jackson one, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I'm like, why the fuck is this guy doing a master Aaron class? Aaron Sorkin. Because it's not like he ever plays a character that isn't just Sam yeah, Jackson. I'm, I'm Sam. So he's like, I'm Ms. Windu. Sometimes you're going to find some of the things in this class a little weird. <laughs> is that what he <laughs> says that, yeah. in his trailer? And then there's one... Uh, and I feel really bad about this because... Oh, this will uh, be good. Now, Natalie Portman does one. Oh, no. And you actually get to see like a sample of a couple scenes that she's working. And she's like, when I enter the room, I want to look. I want to look around and, mm-hmm. and like gauge and see if there's something that's like... Maybe I assign something in the room that has sentimental value. And I'm like, bitch, please, come on. <laughs> come, come on now. How about we just focus on saying the lines? On yeah, the exactly. Do what the director does. And the thing is, I think Natalie no, Portman is like a it. fine actress. Oh, she's, she's great. fantastic. Mm-hmm. I just don't think... Just because you're good at something, I don't think that qualifies you to teach people how to do it. Like, yeah. I, think I, was, I think I was good at radio. I don't think I could oh, yeah, teach yeah. anybody. I don't think I could teach anyone how to do it. I don't think I could teach any... In fact, that's one of the things I talk with Tess about because mm-hmm. he, was, he was my employee... At the radio station. <laughs> it seemed like you were getting choked up no, there for a I, second. Like, I, Joe that's, Swallow once in a while. That's who I play. No, so I was trying to teach him how to do some of the stuff at Cumulus, and I'm so bad at teaching him that. Then he came to work with me at, at Sensory, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to train him on the properties that we have there. Same and I'm like, thing. I don't know how to. Just watch me. Watch me now. Uh, and that's, that's the best I could do. I can't teach a master class. That's not... That is not in my uh, my wheelhouse. Well, of course not, because... But the, I feel like you could. The techni- Oh, thanks, Joe. The techniques... I feel like that way, too. The techniques that work for you may not uh, work for somebody else. Yeah. You may not uh, ascribe to Natalie Portman's assign some <laughs> sentimental value to the lamp ca- in the corner as you walk in. Carry a plant with me everywhere. Yeah, there you go. Whenever I'm doing a scene with Jean Reno, I have a plant. <laughs> uh, well, I thanks. Would, I would be so good as I her I would role. watch a master class with you. Really? Yeah. You would, oh, wait. You would watch a master class of someone else with me? No, no. Of you, you would teaching watch my, oh, a well, master class. That would be boring. Ma- I'd be like, dude, we could put on the Sam Jackson master class. <laughs> Zip. <laughs> I'm tired of these motherfucking classes <laughs> on motherfucking Facebook. Are you guys master classing? <laughs> anyway, Netflix and chill, man. Where was I coming from? Oh, Batman. You saw Batman. Batman. Not Batman. Uh, but but it turns out I am a Batman fan. The more I thought about it, yeah. But, but there's a lot of a lot of hits and misses with the Batman franchise. Who's your That's, favorite Batman? We who is my favorite Batman? Yeah. Who who? <laughs> Star Lord. Uh, um, 
Hmm. Um, gotta go Val Kilmer. Yeah? No, I'm just kidding. Holy <laughs> shit. Gotta go... Uh... <laughs> my, my brain was about to just explode <laughs> out the back of my head. Gotta go, gotta go Michael Keaton. That's I mean, respectable. That's yeah. a respectable way to go, man. Yeah. It's the like, easy route, though. I like Michael Keaton. I mean, Christian Bale, I'm kind of cooling on him. Yeah. Especially when we just watched, I should finally get around to it, The Dark Knight. Jenna had not seen The Dark Knight. We finally remedied that. Wow. What did and, she think? Uh, she loved it. Yeah. She was all into it. It was one of those things where, like, you can tell when Jenna likes a movie because, like, five minutes later, it'll, it'll, you'll be really quiet in the room. And then randomly, she'll just be like, so Harvey Dent was going to, you know, she'll just ask a random question about yeah. uh, what she just saw. So yeah. uh, it stuck with her. Um, There's so much going on in that film. It's there, so it great. is jam-packed. We yeah. had to watch it in installments. Maybe too much. Um, Christopher Nolan, speaking of editors, man, somebody should teach a master class to that motherfucker on uh, editing. It, Do you mean like cutting the movie down a bit, taking some off no, the runtime, or no, just tightening up the cuts? No, uh, making things more readable by the audience, apparent. Uh, there's a lot of things that if you're not paying attention, get lost. Um, I, I agree and I disagree. Okay. I do think, I think there are moments in The Dark Knight that don't track, and you're like, wait, now where are they? What's going on? But then you go to Inception, and I think he did a That's great. phenomenal job. Could have been cut down a little tracking bit. tracking that. Well, when we get to that, that, it's a long movie. When you get to the yeah, but it feels long at the end. When you get to the like the snowboarding segment, when they're like three layers <laughs> yes. deep, and he's got so much. It's one of these things, you know. They have a phrase about killing your darlings. Like you know, yeah. you, sometimes you just have to. Even that's a great shot. It's a great sequence. It's not propelling the story along. Let it go. There we There's go. There is a lot of the Tom Joel Hardy Burton masterclass. Masterclass. When I walk into a room, Joe, <laughs> I want to think, what is the darling? <laughs> and then I stab it. That's right. Kill it uh, with fire. But uh, there's a lot of Tom Hardy just like with a machine gun, like throwing grenades in that whole last sequence right. that isn't needed. There should have been unnecessary. more. unnecessary. I get it. There should have been more. Exactly. He should have been, uh, been less wearing a mask. Leo and right. more Tom Hardy. Yeah, he's the real star. We all Tom know. Hardy's so good in that movie, though. Like, he, the moment he shows up, he steals it. He's so fucking charismatic. Yeah. I love him. Uh, and then what does Chris Nolan do? The next yes, movie he has ruins him. him. Puts him behind a fucking mask. I was born in a dark room. Could you put this mask on and try to do a Sean Connery impression? <laughs> and the poor guy's trying to emote with his eyes. Yeah. But he's just doing a lot of squinting, like a lot of Robert <laughs> De Niro. Yeah. Gotham. Um, I like that. I think you should do an entire episode in your Bane voice. Right. Just, I just, uh, <laughs> just cover the microphone in front of me. What, this week on the editing bay. <laughs> It's rampage! Oh my God! Who should I be then? Eleven, if, eleven. If you're, if you're, oh, make a wish. You can do, uh, you can, you can be Christian Bell, but Christian Bell as Dark Knight. Chris- so he has to do the voice. <laughs> it's the editing bay, right? What here. did you do this weekend, Joel? <laughs> <laughs> I went to Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing exciting, I swear. Swear to me. <laughs> I could not do that because Howie would bust out. Somehow, friend of show Howie would know I was being Batman. He would show. And would bust through the window. Oh, look on Facebook. Howie's watching right now. Is he? Oh, no. <laughs> Battering. <laughs> I wish we had a prop set up. It just hit me right here. You want to know how I got these scars? Dude, dude, Dark Knight, though, is so good. Dark Knight's really strong. I, I put it up there as one of Nolan's best movies mm-hmm. uh, and just one of the best. 
not just superhero movies, but one of the best crime movies. It's a great crime story. Yeah. yeah. It, it, more than anything, it's kind of like a procedural. And that's some of the parts, though, that are the weakest are them like piecing things together and jumping around. That's that but whole it sequence. was really nice to see Batman do detective Fucking work. Exactly, exactly. Up to this point, he hadn't done Not any since detective Adam work. West. Yeah, had we seen? No, uh, but you're fucking right. Mm-hmm. Like Adam West is the last Batman up to that point that like yeah. was piecing clues together. They call him the Dark Knight detective. That's right. Detective. It was detective. Yeah. Uh, th- there were that scene at the end where the Joker's like blowing up the hospital or threatening to and. Uh, Bruce Wayne is driving around in his Lamborghini, yeah. and he's. It, it wasn't until this viewing that I pieced together that he was keeping track of all the dirty cops. Yeah, like he was driving to different hospitals, and he would just have a. Oh, uh, there's there's that guy and that guy. Yeah, and then that was it, and but that they, was a way to kind of like clumsily keep the plot yeah tidy and it's weird not well done though i feel like gotham city you shouldn't be able to get around in like four minutes everywhere even though he wasn't a fucking lamborghini but still you can have a fast car but if the roads are Mm jam-packed you're still not fucking getting anywhere i got a fast car Got a feeling that but yeah, really, really, uh, really strong. So, so cool. that's uh, that's what we watched. That's good mm-hmm. on my summer to... vacation. Who's my favorite Batman? Who is your favorite Batman? Kevin, George Clooney, Kevin Conroy. Uh, okay, they, there no, you go. It's the cheat. No, that's the uh, cheat. I my favorite Keaton. Batman is Howie Eisenhower. Oh wow! Yeah. You got a little something on your nose right here, buddy. Yeah, it's, it's real, Howie's asshole. Real brown. <laughs> <laughs> smells he's so good man he's good he's good i was regretting the fact that we couldn't do a restaging of the killing joke before like before the joker comes out before the joker film mm. comes out i was like oh this would be a great time to put that out and i was like when's that movie coming oh october 4th <laughs> nope. nope don't have enough time well maybe we'll find a way uh to celebrate it on the editing bay oh that'd be fun. right here on the next way radio network my name's joe my name's joel and this is where we come to talk about movies sometimes a good movie sometimes a bad movies no matter what the case every week we will watch a movie and then come back here talk about it with each other and with you, our lovely Editing Bay listeners, watching live on Facebook, uh, or maybe you're listening to it after the fact, after Joel cuts all the bad stuff out <laughs> and throws it uh, in the queue. Uh, but uh, but no, we invite you to take part in the discussion. Go to Facebook.com slash Editing Bay or in the search bar. Put in the Editing Bay. Find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Mm. Click on that. And that's where you could talk back to us and let us know what you think about the movie that we're talking about. Or if you've got suggestions for other movies for us to talk about in the future, go ahead and put your suggestions there. This one has been a long time coming. Uh, Back in February, I believe, is when you first (laughs) announced that we'd be doing this film. And uh, here we are. And the reason why was because of all the uh, the attention with, like, Green Book and Mm -hmm. and the, uh, (laughs) the... unintentional racism that was flying around Hollywood. <laughs> That's right. And I was like, you know what? I think we need to go back to a time where, um, well, where Hollywood was even dumber about the movies that they were churning out. True. Trying to trying to deliver a message and not quite sticking, not, not even sticking the landing. They didn't stick any part they, of the routine. They didn't even really commit to that as no. like a major theme throughout. No, but they definitely, but the they end. definitely marketed the movie on that. Oh yeah, absolutely. it doesn't really come around. I can't wait to explore this, guys. Let's do it. We are talking about 1990s uh, Heart Condition. That's right, starring Denzel Washington, Denzel Washington, and Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins is directed by James D. Perriott, mm. uh, who directed and wrote a 
bunch of TV. Oh, I didn't know that. He did Incredible Hulk, Voyagers. Uh. Uh, do you remember the show Misfits of Science? I do. I used to watch the yeah. shit out of that show. Grey's Anatomy. He <laughs> did some Sons of Anarchy, Ugly Betty. Uh, the budget for this movie, unknown. <laughs> yes. We do not know <laughs> Never what the budget is. Never a good sign. Is. But the box office We do tank, know that. <laughs> it got just a little over $4 million. That is true. We also know, Joe, if you're talking stats, yeah. we have some Rotten Tomato stats for Uh-oh. this film. Oh, what are they? Uh, I think this is a first, an editing bay first, where we have a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's right. Does it not have any reviews? Or it has is it... eight reviews, and they all oh. hated it. Holy shit. Uh, and the audience didn't like it much better. 34% with the audience. Well, it's about to have nine reviews. No. And I don't think it's going to help nope. the score at all. Still that 0%. Like I said, it came out in 1990. Uh, Other films that came out in 1990. Oh, this will be great. <laughs> Goodfellas, Dances with Wolves, Total Recall. Misery, Edward Scissorhands, Back oh. to the Future 3, Pretty Woman, Jacob's Ladder, The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, oh, great. Home Alone, The Godfather Part 3, mm-hmm. Die Hard Part 2, uh, Awakenings, Dick Tracy. Here's one that this movie went up against. All right. Ghost. <laughs> it's the same fucking movie. <laughs> kind of. What the hell? Except one was uh, one was about a romance between two people, mm-hmm. the other, the one, other one was Ghost. Patrick Swayze. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Uh, what else came out that uh, year? We had uh, Tremors, Kindergarten Cop, oh, Days of Thunder, DuckTales the movie, Treasure of the Lost Lamp, Woo! Pump Up the Volume, Dance, Dance, uh, The Freshman, do you remember that one? No. With Marlon Brando and Matthew Broderick? Oh, I do. That movie's fucking so good, mm. man. Uh, and uh, and My Blue Heaven, starring Steve Martin. That came out that same year as well. Yeah, a lot of good movies that year. There were a lot of good movies. No surprise, uh, this got lost the, in the, the shuffle. The, yes, dude, holy <laughs> God. So, um... Just to give you like a quick overview of what this movie is, it shouldn't take long. This this movie came out after Roger Rabbit, by the I way. I know, and so surprising like, and like, glory, right? Bob Hoskins built up some good credit, I think, with movie going audiences with Who Framed Roger Rabbit, only to turn around <laughs> and immediately start throwing the N word down in another movie. <laughs> Uh, so he plays this cop. This Eddie Valiant got angry. Yeah, Eddie Valiant got very angry. So he plays a cop who's super bigot, super racist. Mm-hmm. Uh, just in case you're not clear about him having a bad heart, because that's the whole thing about it. this called heart condition. Yeah. He's got a bad heart. And just to drive that point home, the opening shot of him, he's got a big-ass greasy burger in that's one right. hand, mm-hmm. a fucking lit cigarette that he's still like token right. on while he's eating the something burger. in a paper bag and a beer in a paper bag mm-hmm. so we're basically telling the audience it's like a chair shot in a wrestling match not only is are we visually telling the audience but then his partner is like hey you know that stuff's got 60 percent fat in it like, that it's stuff's kill you. gonna kill you someday <laughs> <laughs> so so he's got like this beef with denzel washington yeah, who's a, uh, a a lawyer mm-hmm. and he's i guess working for some criminals because he's trying to like hide evidence of a, like a senator who died while he had a couple of prostitutes That's in right. his hotel room doing some crack yeah eh. now look i've never hired a prostitute this might surprise you mm. i've never hired a prostitute you're missing out joe but i feel like if they have the camera and they're taking pictures of me probably not smart I'm doing it wrong. Well, like, he, I feel like that's not how you do it. He was wearing like a mask, by the way, but too. Still, so. and maybe he's that's his still fetish. A senator. He wants to see. Like you would think himself. he would be like, what do you because we find out it's not like it's a thing that like a fetish of his where he's like, Yeah, take my picture. It's we her find fetish. out very early in the movie that yeah. like that is something that Chloe Webb's character yeah. Chloe Webb you might know from twins. She plays the love interest for Danny DeVito. That's where she's from as well. And also shameless. In, and Sid and Nancy. 
And that's she, right. She with played uh, opposite Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Good Speaking movie. of the Dark Knight. Um, oh, yeah. Well, we'll talk. Go about on. That. No, do it now. That's another movie I saw over the weekend. The Dark Knight. Uh, you no, talked to us no, about it. No, uh, uh, Book of Eli. Uh, Ooh, didn't like the Book of Eli. No, oh. I wasn't. I wasn't too keen on it. I Coming knew the, soon to an I knew the twist as it like before they before oh, they even you? revealed it. I, I you knew. figured it out, huh? Yeah, I knew about halfway through the movie. I didn't figure it out. I was like, Jenna oh, didn't figure oh, he's it out. Daredevil. Okay, <laughs> dude, the movie's fucking twenty years old. Keep it to yourself. I'm channeling Tin Robbins I'm from sorry, uh, you are, The yeah. Player. Yeah. Keep it to yourself. It's a good movie, that man. That is a great movie. Uh, yeah, so he, <laughs> the senator is allowing this prostitute to take pictures of himself. And so Denzel is basically called in to come in and, like, you know, exit the, uh, the yeah. prostitutes. Hide the, the evidence. Purposes, hide the evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, already within the first five minutes... Uh, Bob Hoskins sees him at this hotel. Like mm-hmm. they're not even tracking him. They're going. They're, to... they're doing another prostitution sting with yeah. like another cop, and he just happens to see Denzel pull up to a hotel and pull some chicks like out of a, out of there and put them in a car. And he accidentally hits one. Yeah. And Bob Hoskins uh, immediately opens fire. Was that an accident? Opens fire. Yeah, I think it was. I don't think it was. I think There's... Denzel says later. He says, "I I, I hit her. And I was angry." He, he cops Did to he? it. He cops to I, it. I missed that part. It's a different time. I, you, you know what? Slap I your should, hoe around. I back probably in should. I should admit that maybe this movie didn't keep my attention <laughs> the entire time. Joe, that's hard to believe after what I just saw. Uh, but so, yes, opens fire like without any like this is this is like a fucking Trayvon Martin situation. Yeah. Like you can't get away with that. Mm-mm. Not even in 1990. <laughs> so they chase after him big like chase sequence it's the it's the most action you're going to get out of this film sadly yes it's the first five minutes but uh <laughs> unless you consider like the opening credit sequence action pack which is like this i ho- do not horrible like jazz music it goes on forever it's four so, minutes before and, we get the fucking title card and it's not even true like slow-mo it's like this it's weird the strobed strobed film it's what happens when you don't over crank the camera and then you in post try to slow it down well, like, we only got 24 frames a second oh, we'll just shit, stretch it can't. out just do it in slow-mo slow-mo looks good this yeah. is our slow-mo <laughs> this is the best we could do yes the music too shit <laughs> But yeah, oh, it wasn't helping. The, not not even just the music in the beginning. The music throughout this entire the, film. Yeah, when I saw the guy's credit come up, and I was like, "Well, well done, motherfucker!" Because you're <laughs> already we're four minutes into this movie, you're already ruining it. There's like <laughs> scat. <laughs> Every time Denzel shows up, dude, <laughs> there's this weird like Lion King, like yeah. <laughs> I was like, "This is fucking of, racist as shit." Kind of what are you doing? I think it was meant to be like kind of gospel singer. No. In- Inspired. It's like Zulu gospel, maybe. Yeah, it's a little on the nose. Uh, this, it takes place in L.A., shot in L.A. I had no idea until the very end, by the way, when really? he mentions like Hollywood. Yeah. Oh, wow. Right. I, I think they mention it like three or four times. Do you? Well, again, I wasn't paying as close but attention either. Yeah, within the first five minutes, Bob Hoskins throws the N-word down. Oh, yeah. With great vigor. Yes. Like the, Don't use that word. To the point where you're like... <laughs> Wow, I am not comfortable with Eddie Valiant using that word. No, I know. And they cut to him in his captain's office. This is great. And I I like that they address it, that the captain's like, look, you use the N-word, yeah. you hit this guy, you open fire in public. Like, they did all the things that like I was afraid they weren't going to do, mm-hmm. that they were just going to gloss over all this shit that he just did, right. and they don't. But they still managed to address it in one of the most irresponsible ways. Right. It's like, look... You, I- I can say that word, but you can't, you can't say, say that, that word. word. And he's laughing the whole time. It is a little. Like, it's, I mean, 
this is kind of supposed to be a comedy, right? It's like a buddy cop. It's supposed to be like an action like comedy. Like a lethal weapon Like a kind lethal of... weapon action comedy. <laughs> yes. So... Did you like... You liked Riggs and Murtaugh. Well, wait <laughs> you get a load of these two. Bob Hoskins. <laughs> Denzel Washington. Denzel Washington. Hair plugs. Uh, Malcolm X and Eddie Valiant. <laughs> and Eddie Valiant have teamed up. <laughs> so Eddie Valiant... Oh, Eddie Valiant... <laughs> You know what? Let's just call him Eddie Valiant. He's basically a more vile Eddie Valiant throughout this entire movie. He's even doing the voice. To the point where he... Dolores. His love interest is uh, like a a woman of of maybe questionable morals. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Just like Dolores in the movie. Uh, So, no. uh, Bob Hoskins' character, who I can't remember, is Jack something. Mm. Uh, Jack Cole. Jack ass. Jack Uh, Mooney. Jack Mooney. How do we forget that? Uh, So... He has a heart attack. Mm-hmm. After all this, he gets home, has a heart attack, and they, they bring him to the hospital, and they're like, oh, well, yeah, he's going to die. I mean, unless you could conjure up a miracle and get him a, a, a compatible heart, mm-hmm. he's going to die. Well, it just so happens that Denzel Washington's character... Hard cut. ...dies. It does, not even a hard cut. This is all done within dialogue. Yes, in the you hospital. You don't even see it happen. It's just in the hospital. Between like, two doctors who we never revisit. We hear... Bob Hoskins is going to die if he doesn't get a heart. Mm-hmm. Cut to them all watching a news story of the senator that died mm-hmm. of a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, well, who who did the Hail Marys? Who said they're Hail Marys? Because we just we got go. someone in. It was a he's a car accident victim. Uh, heads caved in. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. And uh, and he's got a heart, and it's, it's, it's compatible to you. And then we do a quick and, push and in. First off. Oh. I don't think that's how organ donation works. <laughs> no, you got to get in line. It's like, yeah, you got you got to get in line. There's probably a fucking child that's been on that list for like five years. Yeah, more worthy than racist. Sorry, Bob racist Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. You're not going to get this one. <laughs> but it just so happens nobody else needed a heart at that, that time. day. Yeah. So Bob Hoskins gets it. But the thing is, like, they talk about these horrible injuries that Denzel suffered, and then <laughs> he, they open he's up. Fucking the, pristine, he's pristine. There's nothing wrong with it's like, him. Wow, the uh, embalmer really did a pretty good job on him already. <laughs> so they give him Denzel's heart, mm-hmm. and and like this whole thing is just for the listener, so I could like summarize what they give him Denzel's heart, and soon. Bob Hoskins is seeing Denzel Washington. He mm. is now being visited by Denzel. It's not a vision. It's not a oh. Tyler Durden. This is Denzel Washington's character, mm-hmm. spirit form, now running around with Bob Hoskins because he needs to solve his own murder. And it's not even like he can like uh, float through him. Like He can physically contact him and move him around like a marionette puppet. There's a... There is a scene where he says, he's like, I can't move anything else, just you. Just you. But then two minutes later, they're at his home, mm-hmm. and they find out like that his mother's selling stuff, and people are leaving the house with his stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, wait, wait, where are you going? And he runs out the door and brushes up against a tree. Oh, come room. on. And I'm like, they don't, you know they don't have a budget for that. Joe, for a you movie... You would think someone on set would be like, well, no, we, we should probably get that tree. We should probably trim those branches at yeah. least, because we just said... He can't move anything else. For a movie about, like, kind of the supernatural and the afterlife, I mean, even fucking Swayze's ghost, we see, like, there's some some force ghost-looking glistening effect that they put on it. There's a, a moments where we see him try to reach through doors. But there's an entire sequence dedicated to showing him focusing on moving objects. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's... 
there's but, science but involved. But there's there's absolutely no sort of special effects in this movie that no. try to even get... Like, there's no point where Bob Hoskins, like, tries to punch him and goes through him. Nope. Or we see Denzel walking through walls or anything like that. Fucking Quantum Leap was on TV at this point yeah. in 1990. And even they were having, like, fucking... <laughs> Uh, what's that guy's name? Oh, what Harry Dean Stanton. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. With, he with was like, it's not Harry Dean Stanton. I can't remember nah, his name. It's but he was. Like he was that. like yeah. popping out like yeah. like Bill Cosby on the poster for Ghost. Dad. Yes, exactly. Hey. So we had the effect to do it, but there's there's none of that in here. That would have maybe helped to sell this this illusion a little bit better. Yeah. No, nope, none of that. None of that in your ghost movie. And also, he has costume changes. Denzel. Denzel right. has fucking costume He's, changes. Uh, changing. Uh, Why does he have costume changes? The, I don't know. There's a part where they go into a fucking bowling alley, and he's got like his bowling suit on <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. and a glove, and I'm like, "Where the fuck are you going? When what do you that think is going to happen? Is there a ghost bowling alley? You gonna you gonna roll a little bit, Denzel? <laughs> he should have been in his suit the entire movie. Yeah, like that's like in the. You know, there's a movie called Heart and Souls with Robert Downey Jr. Yes, that so kind great. of tackles something like this. Mm-hmm. And it's like these ghosts are kind of bound to Robert Downey Jr. Such a good to film. the point where like if he walks away and they don't want to go, they have to. They get like, dragged along. Get dragged with him. along. They have to be in a perimeter. And they do such a good job keeping track of all of them. Yeah. And how they interact with the world around Robert Downey Jr. We need to do that movie on here someday because absolutely that film is so fucking. good. I love it. I love it and so it much. Just, it pisses me off even more when I think of a movie like that. And then I think of what we just watched. <laughs> this is your pick, buddy. It is. And I'm glad we finally got it out of the way. Yes. There's a lot to talk about. Lots to unpack. we never have to come back to this movie. I will never watch this film again. Um, oh, my. Hard to recommend. God. Uh, so let's talk about... So we've talked about the two main characters, Bob Hoskins, Denzel. Obviously, they're... they're and I, I think the movie is at its best when we see the two of them interacting, their chemistry. These are two great actors who are doing the best that they can with the material they're given. But they they're having fun with it. Denzel has some great moments where he I I laughed out loud at him. Bob Hoskins has some some moments when he's man. It's a good thing he did Roger Rabbit before because he's able to put those kind of uh, uh, skills yeah. acting against nothing uh-huh. into effect in this in this movie yeah. a couple of times to, where he's wrestling with a cheeseburger with a by cheeseburger himself. exactly. I feel I do, I don't think Bob Hoskins was having fun on this film. No, no. Uh, I think Denzel was trying. I think Bob Hoskins had moments where he was trying, but you could definitely see that there's a point in filming this movie where Bob Hoskins checks the fuck out. He just out. gives up. Just like with Super Mario Brothers, where nah. he just kind of like, hey, look, I'll say your words, and I'll I'll jump when you tell me to jump, but I'm not going to be enthusiastic Yeah, that it. Jim Beam bottle he's carrying around probably doesn't have iced tea in it. No. <laughs> well, I'm not talking about the rap. Definitely fucking drink. Yeah. Uh, so, like, do you feel like M. Night Shyamalan saw this movie <laughs> and was like, I, could do I this. bet I could do this better. <laughs> I, could do this. <laughs> I bet I could do this better. Anybody could see this movie and think they could do it better. <laughs> I don't think it's just M. Night. Uh, but the, the most head-scratching plot points in this film don't really come from them. They come from kind of the side story with uh, Crystal, or Chris, yeah. as everybody keeps referring to her. Uh, the prostitute with the heart of gold, kind of Julia Roberts. Uh, doesn't look like Julia Roberts, though. No. Not, certainly not acting like her. And uh, I'm just confounded by... How how she is a high priced hooker? Why she uh, why why she was able to be, uh, Bob Hoskins? I understand. Yeah. He's a fucking slob, racist, yeah. bigot cop. But being like a senator is like, hey, yeah. I want some of this. He's like, I got top dollar, and I'm I'm throwing it down on on uh, what's her name, with, Chloe Webb here, dopey mouth. <laughs> yes, yeah, she, she is mealy mouth. Like 
I had to wear. I had to wear. I had to put the. (laughs) What did you have to wear? Tell me what you wore. I had to wear my assless chaps. (laughs) I had to put the subtitles on in this movie because we we couldn't understand what she was saying. Like she's just mumbling half of her lines. So uh, yeah, hard to believe that like a a senator uh, would would pay top dollar. Uh, And then Denzel, this successful lawyer who who, uh, we find out later through his mother. Yeah, that he's quite the that, ladies' man. He, but he was fucking a prostitute. A lot of in and outs in yeah. his bedroom, according Dude, to uh, the mother. That scene could have been really a really touching scene. It was where, almost like there. where he's sitting there and she's saying, and he's like, te- he's saying things right before she says them, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, that's really sweet. In the hands of a more competent filmmaker and a better script, like that would have been a really touching moment. I agree. But instead, nothing ever gets off the ground. Because they're so beholden to this dumb plot that they feel like they have to go through. Um, that, again, revolves around this hooker. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's hard to believe that anybody is, uh, A, attracted to her enough to, <laughs> to pay money for her, that uh, Denzel would have uh, included her, yeah. you know, brought her home. <laughs> and, like, I guess they dated for a he while. didn't just bring her home. Like, they dated. She had his baby. And then he fucking impregnated her. She, like, we found that out at the end. She had his baby. And nobody knew. Like, how, what? Did, how did nobody notice Joe, that she... And I, <laughs> Joe, I'm no pimp. <laughs> But if I were, oh, you're a pimp. I'm, all right. I'm a pimp. You're a pimp. You know what? I mean? <laughs> um, Did you catch the line? I'm sorry. Before you go on, please. The line that she says when she reveals to Bob Hoskins her baby, and it was, bro. I like when she like turns around and picks up the baby. <laughs> it was done, and I know they didn't mean for it to be comical. <laughs> it was, but comical. it was really funny. <laughs> it was like something out of the Steve Martin movie, The Jerk. Where I was like, <laughs> yes. Well, look at this. So she says a line. And and it, it's made even worse because Chloe Webb just has this weird, ditzy, horrible delivery. Not great. Where she's like, I was pregnant a few months before he got killed. <laughs> I was like, you're, yeah, you're, I mean, you're pregnant. Like, was the line supposed to be, I, del- I gave birth a few months before he got killed? And if so, like, how does nobody know? Hey, were you just right. off the face of the earth for so a while? So you're telling me from the very first scene where we see her with the senator... She is post baby. Like she's she is a... she is she is like what three months post baby. Yes, the night that Denzel is is murdered. So like she, the whole time he didn't know. Yeah, I'm, and the thing is, why did she keep that? It from that him? baby is at least a year and a half old. Like oh, he's just got looking a full at head it, of hair. That is a big ass baby, almost walking. Yeah, <laughs> and it's supposed to be a three month old. <laughs> I got a four month old at home right now, and he is way like way smaller than this. But again, kid. I blame the pimp. Yeah, because you blame blame the pimp. That pimp, like, how does he not know that his number one high priced hooker, like, is pregnant? Had like, a child. Why is she not bringing in money? Where is yeah. she? Well, at that point, like, don't you let her go? Like, maybe you're you're a little old and I don't know, long man. in the tooth. You ever see? Uh, you ever see Hustle and Flow? Uh, no, I have not. Oh well, he's got a he's got a hoe that's pregnant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> does she look does, like? A, does she look like, like a, a bitch? <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. <laughs> Does it look like a bit? I can't oh, wait to watch it's that. It's hilarious. Uh, uh, yeah, I have yeah, so, such a hard time believing that nobody knew she was pregnant. I don't buy that either. Uh, this whole love triangle thing. And then, not to jump to the end of the movie, but at the end of the movie, her and Bob Hoskins, because he's courting her throughout the entire film. They're having dinner. She's wearing horrible dresses Dude, with he gets, shoulder pads. He gets super psychotic. 
a little when yeah. she reveals like she had Denzel's baby. Yeah, and he gets like pissed and leaves. And well, like, and the thing is, we still we have already established that her life may be in danger. Oh yeah, and he's still like, oh, you had his baby. Fuck you, and like leaves. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's right okay, now? Joe, because in the end, uh, he's going to marry her, and uh, he's going to raise Denzel Washington's Ill- illegitimate child. Oh yeah. Uh, but don't worry, Denzel will be there with them, <laughs> watching <laughs> every over them. step of the like, way. I was expecting like a ghost, like, like a Swayze once, once ending. There's a like, resolution. Goodbye, my my <laughs> my unfinished work has been done. Floats <laughs> off in heaven. Bye, Denzel. He's in the wedding. No, photo. he's like. <laughs> And that's where we fit that's in the, the title of the movie. Oh, yeah. oh says, yes. Hey, what's going on with Be- Moody's arm? I think it has something to do with his heart condition. Heart condition. Yeah, this movie is not above squeezing the name of the film Holy all the way shit. at the end there. Dude. Oh, so, man. So uh, <laughs> Actually, while we're talking about bad puns, did you watch the trailer for this film? No. Because there's a nice little uh, play is on words like, there. Is it like the Jewel of the Nile or no, the Romancing the Stone trailer? Where it's just Bob Hoskins, he's looking like, at the what? camera. The blacks are doing what? <laughs> I wish that would have been hilarious, but they, they do say something about. We're gonna uh, have to spread our tolerance, <laughs> and this time, you're coming with me. <laughs> oh, I want to see that trailer. Remember me from Roger Rabbit, uh, where I hated <laughs> tunes. No, this oh, no, time. No. <laughs> oh God. <damn. laughs> That is so wrong. Oh, uh, but so funny at the same time. That's that's better than anything that is in the actual trailer. We have this whole big thing where he's getting like they go and get money out of a bowling alley. Jesus Christ! <laughs> they go and get money out of this bowling alley. Wow! And then he goes and gets like suited up, and he gets like his nails polished. Yeah, he has a manicure. He has a manicure. It's he a gets, spa day. He has plugs put in his hair. That's right. And then they go on this. They go on this fucking date. And they realize, like, hey, first off, we've developed, like, oh, okay, Bob Hoskins starting to develop tolerance for black men, mm-hmm. but now we're going to make fun of another minority <laughs> with right. a speech impediment. Yes. Because that makes you a sympathetic hero for the movie. 1990. Oh, Bob Hoskins is not at all. Never. Sympath- at no point. No. Uh-uh. They, and, and not I, even when he's bleeding at the end. I know. And trying to, like, get out of the, the drug dealer's house. I get that they're trying to show, like, this redemption story, but he's so just, they like... They fail. They yeah. fail completely. You get no motive. I mean, at least in, in something like Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, where you find out why, well, no, I'm drawing a parallel there. <laughs> oh William God. Shatner, you realize... At least you made it an accessible <laughs> reference. <laughs> well, listen, if you've seen that film, that's, that's one of the best Star Trek films, Listeners, by the way. guess, if you've seen Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered <laughs> well, Country... Everybody knows that Captain Kirk... Everybody. everybody. <laughs> people who watch Star Trek know that Captain Kirk fuck is watching has right a now. thing against... People know this, Joe. Uh, Captain Kirk Nick, has a thing against Klingons. Okay, Nick might know. He has this hatred of Klingons. Yeah. But they at least explain it. You find out why. Um, so you get a backstory about halfway through. That never happens. In the, you're never like, oh, yeah, well, uh, um, no, but we do have killed my parents. We, we do have the I never learned to read scene where he's like, "You people, oh us people, uh, what? Yeah. You just you you gain our trust and then you turn it on us and yeah. you." And I'm like, "What is happening?" So right he, now? he has learned nothing. What he is, is still happening? harboring all of this hatred and bigotry that he had from the opening phrase. I think that's the note I made the most on my piece of paper here. Yeah. Is like I kept writing down. What is even happening right now? Like, there's there's so many wanting to have your cake and eat it too moments in this movie where, like, 
okay, is this a goofy comedy or are we trying to make a serious statement here? Because that whole impassioned thing between Denzel, like when Denzel's like, hey, man, you got to go protect her. You got to do right. where they pull over on the side of the road. And uh, and again, Denzel giving way more than Bob Hoskins, that scene where he sees that he has a baby. and He's like, hey, man, no, hold him. Tell me what he feels like. Hold yeah. him. Tell me. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's gut-wrenching. Like yeah. that's All really, he wants to know you're is. You're reaching in and then two seconds later happens. Like, just wait. If you think something's going to, like, reach you emotionally in this movie, just give it two seconds. That's right. It'll completely diffuse it on its own. Uh, so they they go, and I, I was talking about this earlier, he goes and he gets, like, the, the nail polish, he gets the manicure, right. he gets hair plugs put in. Mm-hmm. At some point between dinner at the fancy restaurant and going to the dive bar, mm-hmm. he pulls the hair plugs out. Out? Oh, really? Oh, they yeah, go back well, to old. Well, because he's in the the pool hall and he doesn't have the hair plugs. That's anymore. a good point. That's a good he's point. He's like bald Bob Hoskins, bro. I don't think you could just pull those out. They're in there for a while, right? Yeah, it's like a I, perm. I don't think. Like, I, like I wonder. Did anybody remember where they were? Like, oh, we're gonna go to the bar. Uh, shit, did anyone bring the hair? You know what? No one's going to care. No one's going to notice. <laughs> no one's going to watch this movie. Yeah. <laughs> no one. We watched No it. continuity, apparently, in, uh, what is this movie called? Heart, Heart condition. condition. Heart Condition. Oh, I never said the the line from the trailer. Oh. Where they're like, Denzel and Bob Hoskins may, be, may make the first cardiac arrest. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty clever. That's Some copywriter clever. was having That's fun. horrible. With that trailer. That's no, of so course bad. It's awful. Of course it's awful. Uh, so... Just to kind of, I, we don't need to pile on it, but because I made the note, uh, another example of trying to take a serious moment and then it just coming across really goofy. Mm-hmm. The end of the date with Chris, they end up at Bob Hoskins' apartment. Oh yeah, and she's like, "Do you mind if I take this off?" And she's wearing like freaky. this lingerie, mm-hmm. and she sits next to him. And I can't remember what happens, but she's like, "I've missed you" or something like that. And he reaches over. And picks her up and cradles her like a baby. <laughs> and like just like puts his head down in her chest. He's and so like, tiny compared and to her. And they're both crying or something. But it's so funny looking. It's like, weird. Why are you cradling her? Just pull her in close to you. Like, yeah. don't pick. Because he does it from moment. a seated position, too. Where he like picks her up, swings her around, <laughs> and then holds. And I'm like, that is. There's nothing sexy, but like no. the fact that you have sex after that really makes me worried. Yeah. Because what you're doing right now is like what a parent would do for a child. <laughs> She's cradling a child. Yeah. Well, maybe some daddy issues from for both uh, of them from Crystal. That's right. Um, so uh, I want to go back because I really had trouble following the plot of this movie and the motivations and and where Graham the pimp kind of came in. Because uh, he's kind of made up to be the the main villain at the end, and, but and, we introduce him. More than halfway through the film, he, he's 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 talked about it. He's seen it at the beginning, yeah. but he's not really a main player. But um, okay, so help me piece this together. So the senator, uh, it, it, you know, dies in the middle of smoking crack yes. with, with two whores. That yeah. I get. You want to cover that up? Uh, but who's trying to cover that up? Graham. Graham. The, the pimp is trying. I think to cover Graham that up. is trying to cover it up. Why? Because it's got Denzel. Uh, it's his hookers that are there. So blame it on the hookers. Yeah, bro. I don't know. Like. The, and then, and then, There's so we're supposed to believe a st- step two, Gra- <laughs> step three, <laughs> profit. Mm, not really. <laughs> I doubt that there was much profit. So then, but that uh, was true. the idea. So, uh, so then, he is the one who has Denzel killed, right? Presumably, we find out later. Yeah. yeah. Why does he was just... it? Because Denzel's still there at the end. Maybe that's because they didn't kill the. Right, they didn't find the right person. What do you mean? <gasps> what do you mean? 
No, like oh, pfft. that because they're the they're it's like the crow, like the the business uh, is yes. not done yet. Oh well, yeah, no, oh, okay. I'm comparing this movie to the crow. This is now. A much better film. Listen to a crow episode from uh, last year, uh, but yeah. So why why is he going to kill Denzel, bro? Why doesn't he just kill the hooker? Why Dude, doesn't he just kill Crystal? Why why this whole thing could be taken keep, care of? He, he keeps she's in his back fucking yard. He's still employing she's, her. She's in his backyard. He now has two reasons to fire her, and instead of killing her. He hooks her up to an IV where they give That's her like right. more. We're gonna give her more drugs. But the lawyer who up to this point has been protecting you and her, he's got to go. He, yeah, like he could talk, but Crystal. We I trust. think it's because he got picked up by the cops. I think that like I'm just trying to like no, maybe sure. logically piece it together that like they oh, they think he because talked because Denzel gets picked up. They think he talked. So that's why maybe he had Den- no because Denzel didn't get picked up. No. He was let go. That's right. Yes, that's he right. Was let go. I don't Crystal know. gets picked up by the cops. <laughs> yes. Crystal is friends with a cop. Like that's who you murder. Excuse me. Not the. Oh, you're right there. Yeah. yeah all right. I'm good. Uh, yeah, murder the hooker. If there's one thing I know, Joe, murder the. <laughs> if Grand Theft Auto taught me anything, <laughs> it's like it's s- murder the hooker. Spare the lawyer. Uh, we are an hour. Oh God. <laughs> We're like an hour into this film, mm-hmm. and I really like. I was hoping that we could have gotten past the awkward people are seeing me argue with myself. He thing. continues to do this uh-huh. out it's, loud. It's one of those things that you you like at the beginning of a movie like this. It's fine when at the he's beginning. dealing with it. He's exasperated. But it's one of those things that you would hope that our hero learns from and stops doing through the course of the movie. At least tries to hide it. It stops being funny for it, the audience. Like if it if it even was funny to begin with, no. there is definitely nothing funny about it. After like an hour and a half of this movie. And all of his coworkers, like, you know, people, he's walking down a hallway talking to himself at the police station. Yeah. And uh, people are kind of giving him sideways glances. But like when that goes on, you know, week three. Yeah. Like that's when you you start to get, uh, you get some professional help and they involved. did. They, they did mention like sure. you need to get professional help. He's got some medication. Like there's only so many times you could suspend a cop, I think. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you could just suspend a cop on top of suspending a cop. <laughs> yes. He gets suspended like three times in this yeah. film. Yeah. And at one point Denzel's giving him like a law advice. He's like, he can't do that. Can't hold you without bail. I'm like, I think he's a cop. Like, he would know that. He should know this. I think a cop should know. If De- if Bob Hoskins' character does not know that he can't be held without bail, he's the worst fucking... Like, he was already the worst cop. Yes, we've established but that. But how the fuck did he even get his badge in the first place? Well, that's a good question. Do you remember... And I came across this, uh, this note remember? and started fucking... Cra- I remember, don't worry, worry. worry. He kind of looks like... Phil Collins. Phil Collins. He does. There's a, a definite Phil Collins look to him. That's my recast for um, the uh, Phil Collins story. Do you? Re- <laughs> I saw this note. And I started laughing. Remember the scene where Denzel screams the N word so hard at Bob Hoskins that he has a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I think there was just, a, and it was one of those things where I had kind of checked out on the movie a little bit. He's shocked, and by it, it. it brought me back because it's just Denzel like screaming like N word, N word, N word, like just screaming it. And I look, and every time he says it, Bob Hoskins is like, uh. <laughs> again. It's funny. Where is the director? I know. Why are you not directing this more responsibly? I feel like you know uh, Spike Lee or somebody, uh, who, John Singleton. There you go. It would have been great. Uh, have May a little, he rest in peace. A little more context, man. A little something to say <laughs> about race relations. Screaming the N word. I was like, man, if this wasn't, if it wasn't offensive, I would have like isolated it and put it on our editing page. Like, <laughs> this is like the most like his his race foo that he uses on Bob Hoskins is fucking legendary. 
<sighs> not only does mm. uh, what, let me see what's his name the director James D. Perriott. Yeah. Not only does he not know how movies work, <laughs> he also doesn't know how Nintendo games work. Yeah. Because Bob Hoskins is playing Mike Tyson. Talk about Mike Tyson's Punch Out, and Denzel's like, "You want to do something? You want to ha- maybe we'll play some Mike Tyson on Nintendo? Yeah. Tell you what, you be Mike Tyson, I'll, I'll be, be the, the white guy." guy. No, I want to be Mike Tyson. You, be the way. you never like, get to play. You don't get to be Mike Tyson. <laughs> Not since the wizard has the use of uh, Nintendo been so misrepresented that in the film. But that takes like two seconds. Ask your buddy's kid. <laughs> yes. Hey, I want to reference Mike Tyson's punch out. Well, how does that game work? Yeah, well, yeah okay. You're well, the you're white guy. guy. And you punch and fight everybody. Oh, do I get to be Mike Tyson? Nope. No, never. You never. In fact, anybody. he's the main villain. In fact, in <laughs> five the, years, the we're going to take him out of the game. Exactly. It's just super punch out. <laughs> it's be, because Mike, Mike Tyson bit somebody's ear. No, it's because he well, sexually he, assaulted a woman and true. went to prison. <laughs> <laughs> that too. The ear biting put him back on the game. That's, that's a good point. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, Ooh, dude. You you picked a real humdinger. <laughs> I'm so glad that it took us six months, but um, I think it was worth the wait. But the, but it's got... It's, it does so much wrong. Oh, yeah. No, it, it doesn't get anything right. To the point where it like leads up to the worst shootout finale. Well, who cares? Of, of a movie... Like, First off, you got a ghost who's hanging out. Send him ahead. All he can do is be like, there's a guy coming up behind there's you. Guy, yeah. There's a guy on the stairs. So instead of like having him be just two steps ahead of you, mm-hmm. fucking go scout it first. I hey, I want a list of everyone who's in there, mm-hmm. where they are, so that way we'll we'll do like a real tactical hit on this. In fa- instead, we bust in, and Denzel's like, well, hold on. Let me check the hallway two feet over here. Right. Yeah, nobody. Oh, wait. No, there's someone here. And I'm like, bro, you could have been a little more responsible. It would have been nice if they would have kind of like pulled a Toy Story or something at the end where, uh, (laughs) you know, they make a big deal about, well, I can't affect matter. I can only affect you. You know, I can only touch you. And he does something. But maybe he's able to, or he's working on it the entire movie, and finally he's able to like knock the gun out of Graham's hand or Or something. Or this. What if he's like kind of holding Graham's arms like he's got he's, he's unconscious or something he, like, Graham's no but he's just injured mm. and so instead not Graham you're talking you've about got, Mooney uh, Mooney yeah. Graham's Mo- the pimp Mooney's like Mooney's doing his thing at mm-hmm. the end mm-hmm. and it's so Stone puts his arms around him there you and go. he's doing this and like you know guides catches, him catches uh, what's her name Crystal as she jumps out the window there you go catches her holds his baby with his arms around because there's something that kind of beautiful nice. about that too, which would be like Bob Hoskins allowing himself to be embraced by Stone, who's embracing. Oh, his look at baby. that symbolism! Like that's that's great. Nice. Fixed your fucking movie. <laughs> You're welcome. But instead, it's so. He's just like, look out behind you. It's so fucking ridiculous. This horrible shit where Bob Hoskins is just hobbling the whole time, mm-hmm. and then like jumps out a, a, a yeah. rolls down a window. Takes a shot to the gut first, and that's. That's it. A phone. A phone saves Bob Hoskins. Yeah, that's it right. rings and he's like, oh shit, let me so show you. So anticlimactic. The worst. Like, Jenna looked away for five seconds when that happened and then she was like, what happened? Like, how, how did he, how did the bad guy die? What happened? Yeah. Fate had mercy on us. <laughs> they ended this fucking movie. How about he gets shot in the heart? Oh. And, and we bring that kind of theme back and around. And that's why somehow. Denzel goes away. There you go. He no longer has his heart. He no longer has the heart. Bye, Denzel. So that means we waste another donor heart on Bob Hoskins. No. I don't think Bob Hoskins should be coming out of this one (laughs) at all. That could be the end where it's like a Return of the Jedi. It's Bob Hoskins and Denzel (laughs) as ghosts over the baby. Like, 
We did good, partner. Yub nub. We did do good. Maybe throwing some racist terms in there, like <laughs> it's part of the song. <laughs> no, dude, this was so. Nah, this was so fucking rough. Yeah, it was. I thought you liked this. I thought I remember no. you saying that this no, no, was no, no, a good no. film. No, I didn't say that. All right. Well, no, I had never seen this movie. Oh, up to this point, who recommended this? I had, no one recommended. You it. just saw I, Bob I Hoskins saw it, and yeah, Denzel. I, just, I was going through. Sometimes I go through old trailers and stuff, and. Yeah. Uh, I didn't see the whole trailer for this, but I, I was like, oh, I remember hearing about this, the movie where Denzel dies and Bob Hoskins gets his heart and mm-hmm. a heart condition. You know what's funny? The poster has more special effects in it than the actual movie. The poster oh, that's actually he's shows like, him he's leaning, leaning through, through him. Yeah. And I was expecting, oh, we're going to see some of that yeah, in that's the film. Yeah, it's the final shot of the movie. Like ghosts. The wedding picture. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's like the Back to the Future. <laughs> the brother fading away except in reverse. It was kind of touching, uh, if it were the end of a better movie. Yeah, no, because yeah. he does he doesn't even tell Crystal at any point that like, yeah, it um, doesn't come clean. It's his ghost. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's here with us, so she's gonna look at her wedding pictures and see him doing this. Yeah, while she and their baby are over here, he's doing this. They do take the opportunity to make a lot of uh, jokes about black stereotypes, though. At the yeah. beginning, like the cops are playing uh, jokes on him. They yeah. put a, um, a, a big giant fucking black dildo, big dildo on the front, and uh, that's a, a copy of probably, Ebony magazine in his desk. That's probably the funniest part of the movie. That's sad. Where he but has true. the big black dildo and he puts it on the desk and yeah. tells the doctor, "Get it out." And she's like, <laughs> "The nurse, I don't even want to know where it was." <laughs> Fade to black. That's, that's the only good part. It's yeah. like, oh, agreed. That was that was there good. Go. What it did right. That was. <laughs> So, would you recommend... Oh, no, our- fuck no. This is fucking, fuck this movie and everyone in it. <laughs> nobody should see this. Nobody has seen it fuck and nobody movie. will see it. And everyone in <laughs> How of- did Bob Hoskins and Denzel Washington have careers after the, this fucking movie? Uh, uh, because, uh, and Bob Hoskins kept doing bad films after this. Uh, he had Hook. Super Mario Brothers. Um, uh, oh, mermaids. Yeah, mermaids. Snow White and the Huntsman. Oh, was he in that? Yeah. Okay. Well, there's something else good he did. Wait, he wait, did. wait. <laughs> he was in Hook. Never. He was in Beyond the Sea. I liked him in Beyond the Sea. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> he did a voice in Robert yeah. Zemeckis's uh, Christmas Carol. Oh, there you go. Mm-hmm. So that's <laughs> all is forgiven. <laughs> Pinocchio. <laughs> so, he was Geppetto in Pinocchio. Um. Yeah. No, you're right. No, I, I can't recommend it either. No. There's uh, there's no incentive or motivation for Mooney to change the kind of person he is. And even in the end, his motives are completely self-serving. Absolutely. At no point in this movie does he do something because he's changed. Make a self-sacrifice. His, yeah, his outlook on you know his own bigotry and hate, that hasn't softened. He hasn't changed in any respect there. Mm-mm. He's only doing what he's doing because he wants the girl. Yeah. And he gets the girl at the end. Mm-hmm. That is the only thing. And then, earned it. And it's such a bullshit ending where he's like, yeah, look, buddy, it's our kid. Mm-hmm. No, no, man, you don't <laughs> feel that way. What, what's turned you around? There's never that moment where it's like he's doing something to sacrifice for someone else. Again, what does Denzel, Denzel get out of this? Like... I, I guess there's some no, justice done on this murder. Some some yes. racist guy raised <laughs> his son. Raised his child. Like to see how that, uh, when rep- report card comes home in sixth grade. Dude. Ghost Denzel sitting in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> he should be better than this. Tell him. <laughs> and, uh, and he dated this woman. This 
like had a relationship Dude, with her seriously. and now has to sit in the other room while they have coitus. Right. And his mother finds out, like, that's your grandchild. Yes. And, like, the fact that she's like, oh, <laughs> well, that's a prostitute yeah. is, is my, my daughter-in-law. Mm-hmm. So um, here's the challenge. <laughs> Picking one what, thing. What did heart condition do right? Uh, oh, oh, what it did right. Yeah, yeah that is what, the challenge. What did it do right? Hmm. Uh, okay, so the performances. Denzel Washington and Bob Hoskins are both well-accomplished actors. Yeah. Uh, and I, again, they did the best with what they had, and um, there there are a few moments there where uh, they seem genuine, <laughs> oh. you know? Oh. Just a few sprinkled throughout. <laughs> Mostly Denzel, did, I would did, say. What it did right were the few genuine moments. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. That's all I got for The black for you. dildo part. That yeah. was a really good there you moment. Go. There you go. Don't see that a lot. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I see. I, I could go where you're going a little bit, like, mm-hmm. but Bob Hoskins and Denzel, yeah, they're they're good actors, but they don't even come close to elevating this film, not even a little bit. No, they can't. The, Impossible. Uh, the concept. I think the concept is good. The there you concept go. of this movie is good. Onto something. If if you had a more competent writer and director working on this, I think that you'd have had a really good film. You'd have maybe had something that was a little more memorable, but nothing beyond the concept works. Nothing. No. It's tone uh, deaf. So what did this movie do? Wrong? I mean, all of the things that we mentioned in the last hour, but also uh, I don't think we've given enough due to the music and how bad that is. Yeah. How uh, the music could have added some momentum to some of these scenes, but there's a, the most boring chase scene at the beginning of that oh, film, God. and it's all due to that music. Like it's it's well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some smooth jazz yeah. in your chase scene. Um, yeah, that's one of the things it did wrong. Um, how about you? Bro, I'm going to cheat here. The entire execution of this film yeah. is horrible. It should have been rewritten. It should have been workshopped. It looks ugly. The, the ultimate question for me, and I feel like nobody fucking asked this while putting this movie together, was is this how we want to make this statement? Yeah, what's the, the purpose of this movie? What is the purpose the of it? What's the story? And is this how we want to present what it? What is your thesis? And at some point... Somebody should have been like, no. It's not really coming is, through. That is not the way it's whatever it is that you see, you must be connecting the dots in your head, but it is not playing. This is horrible. Scrap this. Yeah. Rework Just it. Turn over. The, the, I, the, what happened is nobody said no is the worst thing that happened in this movie. No, I, I agree. Uh, if we were going to remake Heart Condition, yeah, why not? How would we do that, Joel? <laughs> I've actually. Uh... Recast uh, looks I like six. I have seven. Oh, okay. Because I did the doctor. Oh, I didn't do the doctor. Only because I thought he looked like Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> it so was that Mandy Patinkin. There's my recast right there. Nice. Yeah. Oh, what a circus, so what a show. <laughs> That'd be great if he just broke out in a song. <laughs> Argentina has gone to town. <laughs> what about Captain? Over the death of an actress called Eva Perón. That's what I thought that was. It's, yeah, because he played Che. Don't, tr- don't uh, cry for me. On uh, on Broadway, he he also played another character. Don't in, uh, cry for me, Denzel Washington. With uh, with Carrie Elway. The truth is, I never, never liked you. you. Uh, Captain Wentz. Captain Wentz. Where did he go? Uh, I went with Jordan Peele for that one. Jenna came up with it. You got Jordan Peele, too? Jordan Peele. Isn't he great? Yeah. Can't you see him laughing at the... <laughs> you can't say it in word. You can't say it. I can say it. I can say that. And he but just I, repeats I, it. I had Lawrence Fishburne as an also-ran That's good. That, but I, I ended up going with Jordan Peele. Yeah, a little too much gravitas yeah. for that role. <laughs> you can't say <laughs> the N-word. Neo. Uh, <laughs> That's the N-word. <laughs> the N-word is Neo. Neo. 
Uh, how about Harry? His uh, Harry Zara. cop buddy, Zara. Harry Zara. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I had a couple options here. Wh- who do you have? Will Arnett. Oh, that's great. That is fantastic. Uh, I went with uh, Jason Sudeikis. Oh, Jason Sudeikis is a good choice, too. Yeah, it's a good type vein. for him. It's right. Definitely a good type for Thought him. Thought so as well. Uh, all right. Graham the Pimp. Graham the Pimp. Mm-hmm. Clive Owen. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I like that Almost went with Adam Driver because I was going to do a theme. I was going to do a Black Klansman theme. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But I ended up scrapping that. Oh, I like that. <laughs> um, and I uh, went with Clive Owen for worked. this role. I went with uh, Eli Roth. The Bear G. Yeah. You know what? I never remember Eli Roth. Like, I, I rarely think of him. It's kind of forgettable. Until I see uh, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Then I'm like, oh, you know what? He's pretty good. <laughs> but I never think of him in any other context. That's fair enough. Uh, all right. Who else do you have? You want to do Crystal next? Uh, yeah, let's do it. Chloe Webb. Chris. Uh-huh. Crystal. Chris Garrity. I uh, mean, I've got like four options here, but I think the best one when you're looking for somebody <laughs> who can fill these shoes, Joe. Who can <laughs> this important role bring the character of Crystal to life the way that Chloe Webb did? Um, I'm, uh, how about Joy Lauren Adams? She's kind of got that smile, Dude. that weird smile, and also very similar kind of cadence, cadence and acting ability. Yeah. I would argue. <laughs> I could see her as that ability. <laughs> I could see her as a, as a, a whore. Uh, my uh, my initial thought mm-hmm. was going to be Isla Fisher. Oh, ended up going with Jenny Slate. Oh, nice. I think Jenny Slate oh. would be awesome in that role. She's a, she's a really good actress, yeah. actually. Is this a comedy now? Are you it really is a comedy. It's, leaning it's on the comedy? It's still a comedy. Oh, oh still? It's t- <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Here we're, we go. we're in our last two, right? Yeah, Bob Hoskins. Okay. Uh, Jack you? Mooney. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with Seth Rogen in this role. Oh, interesting. I like that. My initial thought was Jack Black. Oh, I like that but too. I think Seth Rogen would probably bring a little bit more to where Jack Black would be silly. Yeah. I think Seth Rogen could be funny, but still grounded. I like that. Uh, somebody else in that same vein, uh, Jenna came up with this one too. How about Matt LeBlanc? Matt. Joey Tribbiani. Wow. Talk he's, about actors I don't think of. He's a little older nowadays, but yeah. he's got the comedy background. He could do the physical comedy. Sure. Um, uh, and not a bad actor. Yeah. I could that's see a him good choice. Yeah, that's really We're leaning good. into the comedy. Mm. And finally. Napoleon Stone. Here we go. Is that his character's that's name? That's his character's name. Napoleon? Napoleon Did they ever Stone. say that no. in the movie? They never did. You just know it from the credits. It's in the credits. There you go. Uh, Denzel Washington? So obviously, because I said my initial thing was going to be a Black Klansman thing. Yeah, you were going to go. Uh, I was going to go John David Washington, yeah. his son, playing this role. But instead, uh, I thought, oh, you know what? I got Jordan Peele in this. Why not Keegan-Michael Key? He would have been great. Nicely so, done. I like that. Yeah. I went with Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie's Falcon. so good. Mm. He's really good. He's got a director? Yeah. Uh, straight out of Compton's F. Gary Gray. That makes... Oh, he's great. Makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. I uh, went to Robert Zemeckis. Let's get the whole Bob Hoskins <laughs> <laughs> crew back It's, it's going to be all about the Bob Hoskins character sees himself as a doll. <laughs> right? <laughs> Have you seen that Welcome to Marwin movie yet? Not yet. Dude. Well, I mean, you say yet, like it's going to happen like, in I the future. I think it's going to happen. You like, think so? You like Robert Zemeckis, right? Uh, Robert Zemeckis, uh, yes, um, makes better, makes, <laughs> makes more. Robert Zemeckis, <laughs> he yes. Makes, he makes more. Robert Zemeckis. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> he, he makes more good movies than he's made bad more movies. Good. He does. No, I'm saying he's he has made more good movies. I make more good. <laughs> he's, he's more better. More better movies. What's his worst movie, would you say? Is uh, it that one, Welcome to Marwin? I don't know, man. Yeah, pretty bad. What was the one that they uh that he made? We talked about it. It was um they thought it was gonna be a failure. 
So they ended up uh, firing him from like the next movie he was supposed to do. Oh yeah! Shit! What was that? Oh, let's find out. We just talked about this recently. Before Back to the Future. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, I can't look it up by looking him up. I don't know what that was. I like What Lies Beneath. I think that's kind of underrated. Is that the Harrison Ford Michelle Pfeiffer movie? Sure is. Haven't seen that. That's good actually. You should check that out. Did he do Small Soldiers? Because I really like Small Soldiers. I don't think he did. I think it is. I think it was him, just because it's such a ripoff of Gremlins. <laughs> so I was like, ah, okay, yeah. Let's find out. Small Soldiers. No, Joe Dante. Joe Dante. Speaking of, that's why it's a ripoff of Gremlins. It's from the director of Gremlins. Oh wait, I thought Robert Zemeckis did Gremlins. No, uh, Joe Dante. Joe Dante did Gremlins. Did Gremlins? Yeah, there you go. Oh. Well, I learned something did new every Castaway, day. Castaway did Contact. He did uh, Forrest Gump. Oh, back to, man. It's hard. Well, okay, Back to the Future 3. That's probably his worst That's one. That's his worst movie. Isn't it? Well, what was before then? Um, bef- <laughs> yeah. before Just because I want to the track down what that movie was we were talking about Let's, earlier. Well, he, but he didn't do it. Is it going to be in his no, he didn't. No, I'm talking about the movie he did do it, that they thought was going to be a failure. Instead of? So they got it fired him from a job. Is, well, oh, it was Romancing the Stone. Romancing the Stone. We did it on this podcast. That's, right. That's, That's what right. I just said. Oh, I don't listen to you. I'll hear it tomorrow. Man. Oh, he did do an episode of Amazing Stories with Christopher Lloyd. Do you remember Probably that? Probably the one with the train. It was the No, it was the Halloween episode uh-huh. where uh, Christopher Lloyd plays a professor uh, and one of his students witnesses him uh, getting decapitated. I think he's almost like responsible for it. No, no, but it's a Halloween episode. Man. And so uh, Christopher Lloyd is like running around holding his head, a talking head, Dude. and like throwing it at people. It's so great. Did he do The Addams Family? No. Who did The Addams Family? Uh, let's find out. And have you seen the footage of the new Adams Family? Movie I have. Uh, the it, company I work for, uh, we're, there's, there's a little tie-in with one of our clients. Really? So oh. I, I've, I've seen the scripts. I've seen the It looks so footage. good, man. It looks cute. Oh, does it? Oh, I guess not. <laughs> no. I guess it doesn't. <laughs> Let's see. Who did that? Does MC Hammer do a song for us? <laughs> oh. They do what they want to do. Say what they want to say. Live how they want to live. Play how, how they, they want to play. That's how they want to dance. Kick up that you. The Adams Family. That was uh, Men in Black's Barry Sonnenfeld who directed the Boo. original Adams Family. No, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Boo. Coming soon to an episode Boo. of the We Editing already did Bay. do the Men in Black. No, I'm talking about the Adams Family. Oh, Adams Family. Coming I like soon. Adams Family. Okay. Right, we'll see. I like it. We'll see. It's all right. We'll see how that new one is. Too. All right, guys. If you have any thoughts about heart condition. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. If you were one of the four people that have seen that movie, what? Who framed Roger Rabbit 2? What? With a, with a release date of 2022, he's producing. That's not happening. That's not happening. No, that's that not can't happening. can't be. Bob Hoskins is dead. Oh, what do you do? Yeah. Well, it's got writers. <laughs> Wait, you know what it, you know what you do? Huh. You've got a cartoon detective Ooh. who's jaded and it's like a he, human. He hates humans. He hates humans. Oh, I like that. And then he becomes a judge. <laughs> right? <laughs> Wait, no. It's the, that would be the prequel. Uh, no, guys, if you have thoughts about heart condition, uh, any kind, I don't think anybody has seen this movie. Uh, so, yeah, just go ahead and put ideas for movies that you'd like for us to talk about in the future on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash editingbay, or in that search bar, put in the editing bay, uh, find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes, click on that, and mm-hmm. uh, that is our page. That's where you find us and talk back to us. We've also got a website, right? We sure do. It is not the editing bay. It's not edit bay. Somewhere in between. It's editingbay.com. Please go there and bookmark it. Anytime you need to know anything about our little podcast here, you're going to find it right there on editingbay.com. We've got uh, links to subscribe, uh, either through Apple Podcasts or uh, your podcast of choice. We have uh, links to our social media networks, the aforementioned Facebook page, as well as our Twitter handle, which is at the Editing Bay. If you're following us there, you already knew we were a little bit behind this week, mm-hmm. uh, and you may know what movie we're doing next week. Oh, uh, You're also going to find a link that has all of our past episodes, but you know what, Joe? 
you know what? What? If you uh, if you refresh our uh, our podcast feed, what? you're going to find out that uh, not only are there... I'm looking for my phone. It's over there. <laughs> it's over there. Uh, whereas we used to only have the most recent 100 episodes, we now have the most recent 300 episodes, right? What? They're all in the pod. It's not everything because we're that counts all of the afternoon delights, yeah. and all the specials we did back in the right, day. That's right. We have a couple of uh, like alternate commentary tracks for X-Men. That's right. So it's not all on there So uh, we're, because we have over 300 uh, posts. Uh, but now there's even more editing bay. Holy shit! On our podcast, feed. you're going, you're going full Goldblum. Look right out! Now. <laughs> now, now there's even more <laughs> editing bay. On, uh, on yeah, the editing bay. Even, uh, dot com. Dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, leave us a rating and review on your podcast app. That would be fantastic. Just five stars yeah. in the in the rating. Sure. A review. Let us know what you like about the show. Let us know uh, what you would recommend about the show. If they, you know what? If there's something that you think we could be doing better. Share it with us, but make it a five-star review. That's all that we ask. Mm. You leave anything less than five stars, you're kind of a dick. And that's probably why people don't hang out with you and you're listening to podcasts. Nobody likes you. Uh, but no, seriously, leave us a five-star rating and review. We'd really appreciate that. Uh, before we start wrapping this up, yep. uh, what Ooh. are we going to do next week? Uh, well, I realized that uh, next Friday, Joe, is a Friday the 13th. <gasps> That uh, doesn't happen very often. Man. Uh, and so uh, I'm, I'm going to... Uh... I almost started doing the Mike Myers music. I was like, ah, it's the wrong franchise. No, wrong one. Um, but that's okay because I'm not sticking with the Friday the 13th franchise either. Uh, but it seems like you can't let uh, a Friday the 13th uh, come upon us. Let, yeah, without getting the free tattoo. Miss that opportunity uh, to do uh, a movie about you know some teenagers... In a cabin, kind of being murdered, hacked up. Uh, but uh, <laughs> we already did cabin. There's in the a woods. lot of eh, not cabin in the woods. Although listen to our cabin in the woods episode. Uh, but a very similar film, uh, directed by the aforementioned uh, Eli Roth. Oh, talking about one of his first films called Cabin Fever. Joe, uh, Jen, and I caught this in the hotel room. In uh, Minnesota over the weekend. That's not all you caught in the hotel room. <laughs> That's right. Take medic- but you don't have to take medication for this film. Um, but uh, you will want to because uh, Cabin Fever from 2000, I want to say four. Oh, okay. One of Eli Roth's first. And uh, man, halfway through this, Jen and I just turned to each other. We're like, we have to do this on the podcast wow. at some point. So um, okay. before that opportunity gets too far away, we're going to seize it. With next week's uh, Cabin Fever. Diem. That's right. Seize the fish. All right. Cabin Fever. Mm-hmm. Guys, I want to give a little plug to uh, the Werewolf of London. We're going to be uh, opening up the end of September. The end of this month, September 26th, is our free preview. The 27th is the actual opening. Uh, helping assistant direct that show with the guy that directed me six years ago in it, mm. uh, Daniel Baugh. And uh, so far, having a great time. Oh. Uh, got a fantastic cast. The cast for this show, is it's so it's so good. The person they got playing my role this time, so much better. Yeah, uh, it's it's nice being able to sit on the other side of the stage, <laughs> right? And just kind of watch it come together. Critique somebody else. But uh, pocketsandwich.com dot com is where you could find the uh, show times, get your tickets, and uh, hopefully we'll see you out there. We got an awesome Halloween uh, showing uh, every year, man. Ooh. Pocket the pocket Halloween show. You want to be there Halloween night because it's always a good time. Oh, uh, fun! Uh, I'm you getting a- my tickets. Yeah. <laughs> you, you got anything you want to plug? That's it. Nope. Okay. Well, uh, Jeff, thank you very much. Joel, always a pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. We'll see you guys next week, hopefully, for Cabin Fever. (laughs) See you later on. Thanks, guys.
listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.